Wake up to the new rules of business featuring entrepreneurs and business professionals that serve them. If you're a business owner, these five-minute daily episodes are just for you. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Wake Up to the New Rules of Business. I'm your host, Tony Ferreira, and thank you again for joining me for an all-new episode this week, and I'm super excited this week to have a guest in my studio, a good friend of mine I've known for many, many years. His name is Clay Overlean. He is with AR Rescue. Clay, welcome to the studio. It's so great to have you. Thanks, Tony. It's Appreciate nice being here. It. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm real excited to get to know a little bit, not get to know you because I already do that, but I want to learn a little bit more about what you're doing now. Um, can you go ahead and tell our audience a little bit more about yourself and what it is that you're up to nowadays? Well, I, uh, I jokingly say I have a doctorate in schmooze. <laughs> there you go. And uh, I've never really wanted to be a salesman. But I found that when you build relationships with people, yep. you build friendships with folks, you build that trust, and then you let them know what you do. That's it. And you may have to speak with more than, say, a, a boss might send you out and say, bring me back 20 deals today. Right. I would not do that, but I'd say to the boss, I'll go out and meet 2,000 people over the next six months. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And then I'll let them know what we do, and then we'll see what comes out of that. Right. So I, I don't like sales pitches. I like building friendships and trust. I mean, that's, that's some huge advice right there, though, if you think about it, because a lot of people and a lot of companies think that that's the recipe of sales. Go out and get me 20 deals. Don't come back till the, by the end of the day without 20 deals. That's not the way you do it. Exactly. You know, I mean, it's, it's relationships. Would you agree? Absolutely. I learned a lot in, uh, in banking sales. Uh, one of the things I've talked about, and perhaps we'll chat again in the future, mm -hmm. is to how to get people to open an email, how to get a business owner to speak with you. Right. Uh, I remember knocking doors in North Las Vegas, and I'd meet a Tony uh, at the front door. And Tony might mm -hmm. be a truck driver. Tony might be the receptionist. Who knows? Right. But I would ask enough quick questions about, Tony, so where are you from? What do you do? What brought you to Vegas? And maybe in a minute, get that information, go home, do an email to the owner, and the subject might be just meeting Tony. Yeah. And the owner's going to open that email. Yeah. And so that's, that's how I would get folks to Unreal. reach out to me. Unreal. And it's funny because I learned that from you, and it does work. I've used it oh, myself. Oh, you have? Absolutely. Oh, good. I'm and, glad and, to hear and, and one of the things that you, because that you, you have spoken at one of my groups before, um, and one of the things that I took from it and learned from it and used it is it's not just you know, meeting Tony, it's that whole email of the way you addressed it, of starting it out like, hey, you hired one heck of a guy there. Tony was great. We had a great conversation and, you know, just congratulating the owner because the owner of that business, he's proud of his people that he hires. He's proud or, or she is proud of what they have. So when they hear that, it's, it's great. And it really works. It really does. You know, what's funny about that is when I'd meet somebody who wasn't friendly like you are, mm -hmm. uh, they were very, <laughs> very, a great doorkeeper. Right. Gatekeeper. Oh yeah. I would say to the owner, uh, while visiting your company today, I met Tony. Tony, not even the Pope himself could get past Tony. <laughs> that's right. He's a great guy. He did a great job. If, you're, if right. you're schmoozing the guy and you're talking about Tony, he says, that's not the guy I hired. That's right. It's amazing because it really works. It really does. <laughs> I'm glad to hear And that. we've all run into some great key gatekeepers, by the way. Absolutely. If you've done any kind of cold calling, I'm sure everybody's got a great gatekeeper story. Um, so tell me, Clay, what, what's, what's going on? Uh, explain a little bit more about AR Rescue. AR Rescue is a company owned by a gentleman named Christian Gittersanke. 
And AR Rescue has been in business now about four years. Christian has a 25-year history of healthcare mm. in Las Vegas. Nice. And AR Rescue is, uh, is, we primarily do medical billing, but what I find that I love to speak about with the medical providers is something else that's more near and dear to their heart than just their yeah. billing. It's reimbursement rates. Mm. So we do, we do a medical billing. We work with doctors on their reimbursement rates. We help them with contract negotiations with the insurance wow. panels. Wow. And uh, it's a lot of fun. And when Christian brought me on, I was in banking, another form of banking. Mm -hmm. We talked. I said, Christian, I don't know doctors. I don't know anybody in the medical field. He said, but you know a lot of people. That's right. So I started reaching out to bankers and CPAs and wealth advisors and people wow. who know doctors. Right. And uh, one of the rules I said to Christian was, and you wouldn't say this to, a, to your boss. Right. I don't work for AI Rescue. I work with them. Nice. But I told Christian, Christian, I'll do this, but I don't want to have to attend required meetings. I don't want quotas. Right. And being that my wife is retiring soon, I want to be able to travel. Sure. So as a result, you can track my travel by uh, where our doctors are located. We have there grandkids in Texas. We have doctors in Texas. We love to ski, so we have doctors in Utah. We go down to see the ocean once in a while. We have doctors in Southern California. That's and, of it. course, primarily here in Las Vegas and then Phoenix. That's awesome. There you go. It's fun. So, I mean, it's a, it's a career now that you can do anywhere, which exactly. is amazing. Yeah. And it's fun. Uh, there's no pressure. There's nothing that I schedule in a day that can't be rescheduled. So, I love it. Amazing. Now, real quick, uh, you shared a story about Christian uh, uh, talking about when he explains what the company does, um, his father, or oh, that was a story. He'll, he may that? share that with you in the future. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Christian's dad was driving up the Interstate 15 by the Charleston exit, had chest pains, recognized the need because he had had a stint put in uh, three years earlier. Uh, he has his car paid off, his, uh, his uh, house paid off, his credit cards are free and clear. Um, he's ready to retire. But he has the chest pain, so he pulls off at Charleston, goes into an out-of-network hospital, mm. and uh, that afternoon, triple bypass surgery. Christian, who meets with his family once a week for dinner, goes to the house about four weeks after that experience, and there's mom and dad. Mom's crying. Dad's sitting there looking at the bills on the table, ex exceeding well over $80,000. Wow. Uh, and he says, you know, Dad says, I'm going to have to uh, refi the home. And how many folks declare bankruptcy when they simply like something like this. Anyway, so Christian says, Dad, this is what I do. Don't mm. pay anything. Don't worry about it. Give me 30 days. Right. That took Christian 40 days, but who's counting? Right. And he got everybody paid, and Dad ended up owing $2,500. Unreal. So we wonder how many people <clears throat> out there need that. Need that, exactly. <laughs> yeah. But primarily, I speak with doctors all over the country. Sure, sure. We were on a cruise last February met a lady from Green Bay. I said, my brother lives near Green Bay. She said, I used to live there. I'm a physician. I said, wow. Doc, what are your thoughts regarding reimbursement rates? And that boy, that she just opened up. She said, they're not good. I hate them. But what are you going to do? Wow. And that we negotiate those. right there. Yeah. So that's how we can help yeah. medical providers. Awesome. And that's a great, great question and great way to get them to open up about it as yeah. you were sharing that Absolutely. with me. That's wonderful. Thank you so much for sharing that with me and our audience about what it is that you're doing. It's a great service, and I'm sure we're going to learn more about it in the future here. Um, I want to get on to our entrepreneurial segment of the show and, and ask you a few, uh, few questions um, that we can help some of our listeners out that may be struggling along the way here as they, as they build their business or, or make their business stronger. And my first question for you, um, when I met you, you were in that banking industry mm -hmm. and you've been around a while, so you've done quite a bit of stuff. Um, you've had to have a challenge or two along the way. Can you share a couple challenges with us? 
The biggest challenge is how do you meet the business owners? How do you get in to that, see the decision maker? That good old keeper. <laughs> that gatekeeper. Gatekeeper, <laughs> exactly. Right. And I, I learned you need to be out there. You need to put yourself out. Right. Uh, I go to some of your networking events or sure. all of them if I can. Yeah. They're incredible. Appreciate that. Yeah, thank you. You, you don't go around like... Being, I forget what you call it when they just go grab their cards. What's the term? Yeah, just a card grab. I don't a know what they grabber. call it. Yeah. I I, can't, I, there's, a, there's a term for it. Uh, Gina Bongiovi wrote an article in my magazine about it. It's great. We'll look it up. Yeah, exactly. There is a term for it. There is a term. And you have to, business owner or a salesperson for the business, you need to be at every event you can be at. Yep. And you go there willing to meet people. Don't stand in the corner uh, talking to a group of people that you're comfortable with. That's Put it. yourself out. Uh, one of the things that I learned uh, from a business uh, owner who was a multi-level business owner, he taught me the word form, family, occupation, recreation, and message. Mm. Well, we live in Las Vegas where you can spell form with two Fs, where you're from, family, occupation, recreation, and message. That's it. And don't do all the talking like I'm doing now. Uh, the greatest conversationalist is one you can ask a question and then just Super. wait for the answer. Yep. So get to know people and compliment <clears throat> them to the owner of their company. That's it. That's huge. I mean, that's that's huge advice, and it's it's something that you've talked about a lot. I mean, since I've known you, I've seen you speak at several other organizations, including mine, and you always talk about that relationship piece and how important networking is. And and um, you know, it it it's so true. It it is very important that we get to know people. I was just at uh, uh, Las Vegas uh, Chambers uh, preview today. And it's amazing when you go somewhere and there's a bunch of people there and you really realize, wow, I, I know a lot of people. You know, I've, you know, it feels good. It really does because we work hard at building those relationships and not just building them, but keeping them as well. Well, that event is incredible. <laughs> and events like that, that the different chambers put on are just valuable. Absolutely. Uh, don't sell 20, meet 200. Right. And exactly. tell them what you do. That's it. That's an amazing, um, that, that is so true. And I appreciate you uh, sharing that challenge because they are, they're, Meeting the business owner, which first of all, anybody who's a salesperson or a business owner looking to create more business, number one key is meeting the business owner because nobody's going to have that final decision other than the business owner. So it's and very you, important. And the best advice I can do, Tony, if I meet the business owner, I say, you're the business owner. You weren't expecting me. Here's my card. May I have yours? I'll see you later. And I leave. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Most salespeople jump on them like we used to say, mm -hmm. stink on a skunk. Yeah. You are not kidding. And that's the worst thing you can do. Desperation comes pouring <laughs> out like there's no tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and, and, and the longer we're around, we're start, we recognize that so bad that, yeah. I mean, sometimes it, it's pretty recognizable, that desperation piece. Um, my next question I have for you is, what, what, what's the future? What do you see for the future? What does the future hold, do you think, uh, for this healthcare industry? It's a, it's a gigantic uh, industry. So it's a, it's a tough question, but you know, what, in your mind, what do you, what do you see for the future of the healthcare industry? You know, I, I see a wide open runway, so to speak. I see more Absolutely. people aware of, of their insurance bills, yep. scared to death. Absolutely. How am I going to pay this? I see advocacy, patient advocacy becoming a huge proponent of what's coming up in healthcare. Yep. I see, uh, doctors, uh, medical providers in general, um, interested in needing and wanting to learn more but sure. just so busy they don't know how they can put that into their yeah, right into their schedule wow. um there's a program just came out uh 2017 was to get ready 2018 was to get set 
or actually in 2019 was the goal. Actually, 2018, I'm, I'm confusing the issue. It's called MACRA, the Medicare wow. Chip Reauthorization Act. Mm. And what that did was it changed best practices of, of physicians working with their patients. And we see a lot of folks that are still are not compliant in that area. Wow. So helping medical providers become compliant, improve their revenue is going to be huge because they're, they know there's more out there. They just yeah. don't have the time to do it. And helping patients on the other side through the advocacy program, uh, it's, mm. it's unlimited what can happen. It really is. And it's a, it's a gigantic industry. And I think you're right. I think more people are starting to get smart. And, you know, I mean, the, I don't know, in the olden days, I don't know if you want to even call it the olden days, but you get a medical bill or whatever and you just toss it aside. Now it's like, nope, I'm looking, now you're looking at everything. It's like, what was this? What was that? Why was this? You know, because well, you're speaking from experience. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there was a, a bunch of stuff in there. You kind of remember it happening, but then you're like, wait, I, you know, that person came in my room for 30 seconds and it's 850 bucks, you know, or whatever it is, you know? So yeah, definitely have to pay attention to that. So I think that could be um, something that we see a lot more of. I agree. I, to answer that question again, I think it's a wide open, exciting place to be right now. Oh, no doubt. It's scary yep. if you're under the knife. Right. So well, yeah, speak. of course. But uh, if you can help people uh, navigate the system, yeah. you've, you've, you've done a marvelous thing. Absolutely. And then my last question I have for you for today, Clay, is my favorite of all. And that is, what advice would you give your 17-year-old self? Don't go into the music business. <laughs> At least full time. The... Real. I, uh, <laughs> you know, it's funny. Uh, you can work a job or you can go into sales. Sales is not selling somebody something they don't want, don't need, and can't afford. Right. Sales is just telling enough people what you do, being a friend, building some trust, and going into sales. I, as you know, I came to Vegas in 1980 with the old Donnie Marie television show wow. and worked in the showrooms, had my days free. So I started out in the mortgage business and that honed my people skills. Yep. Uh, then that led into banking and that allowed me to go out and meet business owners all over the city. Wow. And uh, so I wouldn't, I, I would recommend, uh, unless you're amazing and there are a lot of gifted musicians that are right. just incredible, but have a couple things going. Yeah. Balance it's yourself. a tough, tough yep. gig, right? Yep. Yeah. Well, and a lot of that, especially Vegas. I mean, like you said, there's so many. It's a tough, tough gig. But you've done well for yourself, Clay. It's an honor to have you on my show. I really appreciate it. You have, you have done so well for yourself and in your venues. Everybody knows Clay Overlean, so I'm excited to have you on the show. I'm sure um, a lot of people are going to tune in to listen to what you have to say. So thank you so much for joining me today. Thank I you for this it. opportunity. It's, Absolutely. It's, uh, it's been, I, I really appreciate it. Yeah, it's been fun. And thank you for tuning in to another episode of Wake Up to the New Rules of Business. And come on back next week where we'll have an all-new guest. Thank you so much for watching.